February the 7th, 2023, Genesis chapter 38. Do it God's way. Glory, hallelujah. Father, you are good. Grace and peace, my brothers and sisters. My name is RJ and I welcome you to another episode of God is Faithful and Just with all things being relational. And it's a fantabulous Tuesday morning and all things are relational. No matter what you have, what you've attained, obtained, it has come by way of a relationship. So be mindful of that, family. Be mindful how important relationships are. They truly are. Today is Tuesday. It's a great opportunity to be here with you this morning. We know that this is the day that I'm able to fellowship with my brothers on tonight, either in prayer or through the breaking of his word in conversation. God is truly good and amazing, and I'm just basking in the the joy of the, the good news that my loving grace, my loving wife brought home yesterday. Didn't get to share in that and that good news with her on yesterday, but we will today and later this week. Uh, unfortunately, can't share with you guys right now what that good news is, but thank you for your continued prayers and, and supplications and petitions going up on our behalf because we know that the fervent, effectual prayer of the righteous availeth much, and there are things that we've been laying before the Lord and we know that sometimes we know not what we ought to pray for, but the Holy Spirit gives us utterance to pray for those things. And we're thankful for that and we thank you for your continued prayers. And, and today we are continuing in the, in the book of Genesis chapter 38. The Lord has allowed us to entitle this particular episode, Do It God's Way. Wow, it's a, pr- it's a, pretty, um, it's a pretty intense story here and we know that God will lead us and guide us and direct us into his truth so that his way and his will will be unveiled. We thank you, Father God. Let us go into his word. Genesis chapter 38. Do it God's way. It happened at that time that Judah went down from his brothers and turned aside to a certain Adulamite whose name was Hira. There, Judah saw the daughter of a certain Canaanite whose name was Shua. He took her and went into her, and she conceived and bore a son, and he called his name Ur. She conceived again and bore a son, and she called his name Onan. Yet again she bore a son, and she called his name Shelah. Judah was in Chelzib when she bore him. And Judah took a wife for Ur, his firstborn, and her name was Tamar. But Ur, Judah's firstborn, was wicked in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord put him to death. Then Judah said to Onan, Go into your brother's wife and perform the duty of a brother-in-law to her, and raise up offspring for your brother. But Onan knew that the offspring would not be his, so whenever he went into his brother's wife, he would waste the semen on the ground so as not to give offspring to his brother. And what he did was wicked in the sight of the Lord, and he put him to death also. 
Then Judah said to Tamar, his daughter-in-law, Remain a widow in your father's house till Shelah, till Shelah, my son, grows up. For he feared that he would die like his brothers. So Tamar went and remained in her father's house. In the course of time, the wife of Judah, Shua's daughter, died. When Judah was comforted, he went up to Timnah, to his sheep hairs, he and his friend Hira, the Adulamite. And when Tamar was told, your father-in-law is going up to Timnah to share his sheep, she took off her widow's garment and covered herself with a veil, wrapping herself up and sat at the entrance to Enam, which is on the road to Timnah. For she, sh for she saw that Shelah was grown up and she had not been given to him in marriage. When Judah saw her, he thought she was a prostitute, for she had covered her face. He turned to her at the roadside and said, Come, let me come into you. For he did not know that she was his daughter-in-law. And she said, What will you give me that you may come into me? He answered, I will send you a young goat from the flock. And she said, If you give me a pledge until you send it. He said, What pledge shall I give you? She replied, Your signet and your cord and your staff that is in your hand. So he gave them to her and went into her, and she conceived by him. Then she rose and went away, and taking off her veil, she put on the garments of her widowhood. When Judah sent the young goat by his friend, the Adulamite, to take back the pledge from the woman's hand, he did not find her, and he asked the men of the place, Where is the cult prostitute who was at Enon at the roadside? And they said, No cult prostitute has been here. So he returned to Judah and said, I have not found her. Also the men of the place said, No cult prostitute has been here. And Judah replied, Let her keep the things as her own, or we shall be laughed at. You see, I sent this goat, this young goat, and you did not find her. About three months later, Judah was told, Tamar, your daughter-in-law, has been immoral. Moreover, she is pregnant by immorality. And Judah said, Bring her out and let her be burned. As she was being brought out, she sent word to her father-in-law, By the man to whom these belong, I am pregnant. And she said, Please identify whose these are, the signet and the cord and the staff. Then Judah identified them and said, She is more righteous than I, since I did not give her to my son Shelah, and he did not know her again. When the time of her labor came, there were twins in her womb, and when she was in labor, one put out a hand, and the midwife took and tied a scarlet thread on his hand saying, This one came out first. But as he drew back his hand, behold, his brother came out. And she said, What a breach you have made for yourself. Therefore his name was called Perez. Afterward his brother came out with the scarlet thread on his hand, and his name was called Zerah. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for your word. Do it God's way. 
Oh, hallelujah. There's a lot to follow in this story, family. So I'm going to kind of reiterate it over again. Um, bear with me. Um, I, I also, I must not fail to mention that it is right in the middle of, or should I say, the start of the story with Jacob, Israel, and his sons. Remember his sons selling their younger brother Joseph into slavery. Now, in this story, we have Judah, one of Jacob's 12 sons, marrying into the Canaanite people. That's the, that's the first no-no, right? And as a result, he has sons that are not surprisingly, right, wicked in the sight of the Lord and is killed off by the Lord. Now we know the first son was wicked and killed off by the Lord. The second son was told by Judah to go and perform intercourse with Tamar, the wife, his sister-in-law, so the family line would continue. A custom that we that we are seeing for the first time in the Bible, but we'll we'll see it later mentioned on in the Bible and we'll discuss it maybe a little bit more then. But the brother Onan of his dead brother Ur sleeps with Tamar but he knows the children if she conceives will not be his so he spills his semen outside of her instead of inside of her and for that God kills him off that's a lesson on masturbation birth control and abortion and thank God for his grace oh hallelujah glory hallelujah now there's only one son left Shelah and he is young Judah, in his deception, doesn't want to lose him to death, tells Tamar to wait till he is older and he will give him to her to bear children as to keep the lineage of Judah going. So he sends Tamar back to her family and when the younger son was of age, he did not send him to Tamar. Now Tamar recognized this and was able to pose herself as a prostitute and sleep with Judah while he was at the big sheep hearers convention. He gave her his personal belongings as a promissory note to pay her later. Of course, we can see and we can detect that this was a scheme on the part of Tamar to have the child that she was promised and to not get burned for it because she can prove that it was Judah, the one that got her pregnant because she has his personal belongings. Glory, hallelujah. Can we see all the sin, the lies, the deception, and the working of the flesh at play here? I mean, the, the silver lining in all this, and all these ungodly acts, is, is that God uses their sin to still carry out his promise to bring forth the Savior out of the family line of Judah. Wow, glory to God. You know, this, this brings to mind that that Jesus, our Savior, made himself of no reputation, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant being born in the likeness of men. The likeness of men and women like you and like me. Wow. We are truly blessed family. For we know that in our imperfect state of being, imperfect state of being, that God is still God. And all the, the error that we've made, all the sin that we've committed, all the bad choices that we have done, 
God through it all is still God. He still works out his plan and his purpose because he is sovereign. Oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, help us to walk circumspect to your will, done your way, knowing that it will not lack your supply. Oh, hallelujah. Help us, Father God, to not be opposed and against to that which you are doing. Let us yield to your understanding. Let us wait on you. Let us do it your way because your timing is essential. We thank you, Father God, and we lay our lives down before you. And we continue to thank you for forgiving us of our sins. We thank you for giving us this day our daily bread. We thank you, Father God, as we forgive those who trespass against us. You continue to make the light, the lamp, the path of our walk. You continue to wake it, to make it straight. And we're thankful for you, Lord God. We thank you for your continued healing, your blessings of yes and amen. We thank you for continuing being God. Glory, hallelujah. In Jesus' name we pray. Be blessed today, family. Be encouraged. Let the word of God, let it marinate in your mind and your heart. Let it take you throughout this day that you may make the choices that are divine in his sight. And those of you, my friends, if you receive this message, you received it not by chance, but by divine appointment. God knew you would be here at this time, hearing these words, knowing that he's calling you to be his son, to be his daughter, to call him Abba, to call him Father. God said that we all have sinned and come short of his glory. Oh, hallelujah. But if you confess your sins to God, he is faithful, he is just to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. If out of your mouth you call upon the name of Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised them to pay the penalty, the price for your sin, you shall be saved. You shall walk with the family of believers. And like we said, you shall call God Abba. You shall call him Father. We want to walk with you, family. This journey was not made to be walked alone. We love you. Indeed, we do. Grace and peace be upon you. And we look forward to being with you here again on tomorrow. And in the meantime, family, love one another.